0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about all things gymnastics, and this week we're back to discuss all of the happenings in the last few weeks, including Dana Duckworth stepping down as head coach at Alabama, Michigan senior Abby Brenner transferring to Utah, and we talk about some of the top moments from the development program national championships and more, so stay tuned. But before we get into that, we want to real quickly take a moment to thank our Gold Level Patreon supporters. A big thank you to Kathleen R, Amy M, Lucy S, Kevin K, Maya A, Becca S, Nina L, DFP, Blake B, Elaine E, Rydog, Cookie Master, Faith M, Kristen R, Lori S, Sabrina M, Amy C, Erica S, Milan W, and M. This month we will be donating all of our Patreons to former Lindenwood gymnast Hannah Rector, who was recently diagnosed with breast cancer and is struggling to pay for her treatments because it's not covered by her insurance. And as people who have gone without insurance before and had to pay for medical things out of pocket, we can empathize with the stress of it and want to help out in any way we can. So we'll be donating our Patreons for this month to Hannah. And if you're in a place financially to be be able to help out. We wanted to pass on the message and promote Hannah's Venmo. It is Hannah Rector 95. And we'll also have that down in the show notes below. And we just want to say thank you again to our patrons for not only making this show possible, but also for allowing us to be able to give back to people in the gymnastics community. We are so blessed to have your support and then also be in a position to be able to help other people, which is honestly more than we could have ever asked for. So thank you. And of course, to Hannah, we will be keeping you in our thoughts. Stay strong. And we hope that you feel the love from the gymnastics community. Community right now. Now let's get into this week's episode. So I know Brittany and I kind of said that we were going to be keeping our podcast more interview focused going forward, but we're kind of in that weird phase right now in between college gymnastics season and transitioning into the elite side of things. And really not a whole lot going on in terms of like actual competitions to talk about but there is a lot happening in the world of college gymnastics and like coaching changes transfers fifth year news oh my gosh there's so much happening so we figured why not just sit down and talk about some of the things that are happening yeah we, we can do another chit chat episode it's been a minute it's been a while it's been like literally like we haven't posted an episode in a month yeah that happens to us sometimes <laughs> so we kind of just like you know, fall off the face of the earth for a little bit, <laughs> but, but we always back. come back. So yes. like, don't have trust issues with us guys. We always come back. <laughs> so one of the first things that we want to talk about is I would say one of the most exciting items on our list today is the lovely Miss Abby Brenner, not only coming back for a fifth year, but she's going to Utah guys, <laughs> which is super surprising Shocking to many people in the gymnastics world. Yeah. We kind of, we did eventually get suspicion that she was transferring a couple weeks before it was announced, so we weren't completely caught off guard by it. And that it was going to be Utah, so we did have a period of time to grieve and (laughs) (laughs) grieve the loss of Abby Brenner. Yes. No, but I'm looking at it, it's still a positive thing, because we get to see another year of her doing gymnastics, and I didn't initially think... We were going to. Right. our conversation with her in February. Right. Say, backtrack to February when we talked to her. She kind of made it sound like she was going to be done with gymnastics, or at least she was leaning that way. I mean, I don't think she had actually officially ruled it one way or the other, but kind of sounded like she was considering just the possibility of being done with gymnastics and moving on to the next phase of her career and her life. Which... Yeah, she talked about going to grad school and wanting to go to a different school. Um, I think she mentioned the SEC at one yeah, point. Yeah, wanting, wanting to go to a bigger conference. And to get coaching experience. Like She yeah. wanted to go to school, obviously, at a school that was going to be good academically, but then also had a good gymnastics team where she can get some experience coaching at the collegiate level that would maybe set her up for future opportunities. But everything changed at NCAAs, which we're not going to talk about it because we hate talking about it, but we all know what happened in Michigan at NCAAs, and particularly Abby Brenner just did not have her best day. She's been so consistent, her whole career, unfortunately, had a fall at Nationals, and We talked to her the day of NCAA finals, when obviously Michigan was not there. I mean, they were there, but like they weren't competing. They They weren't there in the the capacity that we wanted them to be there. They were in the stands. Right. (laughs) But we ran into Abby and we kind of had a little conversation about what happened and what was next and she was like yeah I'm not done and then we got super excited and I think naturally in that moment I assumed that she was just going to come back at Michigan not really like thinking about logistics and you know where where she had applied to grad school or if Michigan even like had a scholarship available which right. they don't I don't we believe. weren't worried about how it was going to happen we were just <laughs> excited at the possibility of it happening Right. and then we caught wind of the fact that she was in the transfer portal and we were like oh we had the the bead of sweat (laughs) coming down I'm like oh she's leaving us and then we ended up figuring out that she was looking at Utah and we're just kind of waiting for the announcement to happen yeah like we I would say we knew about a solid week and a half maybe before it was actually announced so we had mentally prepared we were not caught off guard by the announcement very excited actually I would say I was that really did I was having a bad day that day for other reasons that we will not mention, work-related things. And then I went on Twitter and I saw the announcement that she was officially going to Utah. And I was so excited because I really am... You know, obviously, we're Michigan fans, and I don't necessarily want to lose one of my favorite gymnasts to another top team, but I'm just so excited to be able to watch her do gymnastics for another year. She yeah. is such a light in the gymnastics world. Her gymnastics is so incredible, and I think she's going to be able to do really big things at Utah and contribute to their team, honestly, in ways that she wasn't even able to at Michigan. Yeah, and they're so lucky to have her. They I don't know if they know it yet, but... That team, those coaches, those fans, they're going to get to experience Abby Brenner and all her greatness and having been able to go to all of Michigan's meets and go into the gym and really just experience what she's like as a person. She really is fantastic. Super, super... I mean, honestly, you kind of see it on TV, but she's super positive like positive and energetic and just good vibes. and Motivational. Good inspiration for the team. She gets people high spirits. Yeah, she radiates good energy, so they're lucky to have her. Michigan is definitely going to miss having her on the team. But I'm excited for her, too. I think this is a really great opportunity for her to not only continue her gymnastics career for another year which is a a blessing in many ways for a lot of people because it's not something that every gymnast in history has gotten the opportunity to have an extra year and not have to be like injured in order to get the extra year because normally it's like you only get to come back if if you missed out on a year because of an injury yeah and now it's like everyone's kind of getting this free year and it's a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity yeah and just knowing that like she was considering not taking it but then ultimately decided to take it i'm glad we get to see her again for another year and i'm excited to see her back in the vault lineup because that was something this past season with michigan's depth on vault abby brenner was the one that kind of got booted out yeah and i think you talk and use her a little bit more um at least on that event oh 100 and she's been working so hard on cleaning up her vault you know keeping her legs straight working on her block on the table all of the little details of the vault because she's got the landing down that was one thing that she was always really good at sticking or getting close to sticking her one and a half it was just kind of like the the form aspect that yeah. would detract from her score at which times which she also just for the record guys she has a career high of 9975 on vault. i think people kind of forget about that because she wasn't in michigan's vault lineup in the last two years consistently so i think people kind of just forget her potential on vault. but like but she she's so done. good and like i said just watching her practice and stuff this past season And when she would exhibition a few times, she's really, really improved, I think, on vault. So that's going to bode really, really well for Utah going into next season. And then of course her floor, her bar is incredibly consistent. Yeah. And then floor, she's such a performer, just like super energetic and fun to watch. And I think the fans at Utah are really, really gonna love watching her. So I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm sad, but I'm also happy. I, I, I'm acknowledging that it's okay for me to feel all of the things. Right. Like a, Multiple things can be true at one time. Right. Like of course I don't want her to leave Michigan. I want her to stay here because she's mine. <laughs> But You're like, I've claimed Abby Brenner. <laughs> yeah, I'm just joking, though, in all seriousness. Um, I'm happy for her that she's going to, you know, another big team and is going to have that experience. Utah is a really iconic team with a lot of history. What if she was able to help Utah when they're – I don't want to say first because they've obviously won it in the past, but their first won in a very long time. So it's been since like 1995 since they've yeah, like won. Yeah, that was one of the thoughts I had. How cool would that be for her to have been a part of Michigan's first NCAA championship team ever? And then, you know, if Utah were to win again, it'd be the first time in 20 some years. Pretty much all of their lifetime. <laughs> yeah, they weren't even alive when Utah last won a national championship. So that would be really, really cool. And also now this gives us an excuse to go to Utah because that's on our bucket list. Me and Brittany have this map, I guess you could call it, in our house where we put pictures every time we go to a new state. Yeah, you probably have seen it. If you go to our, our Instagram and you look when we post like videos of interviews that we do. Yeah, like a little clip of an interview that we've done to help promote the episode. If you look in the background when we're on the screen, you'll see yes. the, the the map. It's our goal to go to every state in the United States, so... Utah is actually on my bucket list. I really want to go there. It's so now, such a beautiful state. Yes, it is. And literally the, I would say the most beautiful state. You guys message us, let us know what. Out of all the states that you've been to, what you think the most beautiful state is? I'm, I haven't even been to Utah, and I'm going to say Utah. Yeah, I've been wanting to go for a very, very long time, and I think it's perfect if you can combine it with something gymnastics related. So, Which is what we always try to do. So we've already made plans. We've been talking to Abby about it. She's going to hook us up with the VIP treatment. <laughs> <laughs> we already got the invite to come to a practice and obviously go to a meet. So fingers crossed that financially we can... <laughs> yeah. How are we going to do this? I don't know. Stay tuned. We have a year to figure it out, but <laughs> it's in the plans, hopefully. so Technically, we're... we have a little less than a year, actually. Well... <laughs> Thanks. It's real helpful. So, get saving. <laughs> but, um, but we're going to make it happen. Yeah, we're going to make it happen. We, ha- we have to. We literally have to. We have to be there for Abby's final year of gymnastics. After watching her, you know, when she was a, a Jo gymnast. Yeah, yeah, we do have a lot of history. Like, we, we've we been a fan of Abby since she was, like, a middle schooler. Yeah. So, we have to, you know, send her out. Even if she's not at Michigan, we still got to be there and send her out the right way. And then check some stuff off our bucket list along the way. Right. So okay so moving on to other fifth year announcements because we've had a lot of those feels like every week we just keep getting more and more and i love it which is exactly what i predicted though i'm pretty (laughs) positive in our last episode i said we're gonna release this episode and then sometime during that week there's gonna be more announcements and i'm pretty sure like leah clapper announced she was taking her fifth year like a day or two after (laughs) our episode came out and i was like told you yeah we knew it was happening but that's how it goes though and there's still even now we're gonna update this list and there's gonna be even more people because there's some people that i think everyone is waiting on to announce like north Flatley. Flatley. yeah (laughs) a lot of people that people are waiting on on. (laughs) yes and um i think a lot of people are trying to just figure out you know scholarship wise um school wise making sure they get into grad school There's a lot of things that go on on the back end to make sure that they actually can come back. It's not just a matter of, yeah, sure, I'll do gymnastics for another year. Why not? Like, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Right. There's where you want to go to grad school. Did you get in? Does that team, whether it's your current team or the team that you're wanting to go to, do they have a scholarship? How is this being paid for? Like, there's so much to it. Kind of like we talked about in our last episode. It's not always just like, yeah, sure. Like, I'll take a fifth year. Like, there's, there's a lot... That goes into it. That decision. And I don't remember. I think. So I interviewed Trinity Thomas for Inside Gymnastics for our first ever NCAA commemorative issue, Which which is amazing. You guys. If you are not subscribed to Inside Gymnastics, you need to be. Brittany is not getting paid to say this. No, I swear (laughs) I'm not. Look, I don't work for Inside Gymnastics. I have nothing to do with Inside Gymnastics, aside from the fact that my sister is the editorial and marketing coordinator. (laughs) But, like, I'm not being paid to say this. Y'all need to go subscribe. This NCAA issue, so good. The photos are amazing. The content is amazing. The stories that they tell, the interviews that they have. I, I just think it's great. And I think that it's a great keepsake for any college gymnastics band. Well, thanks, Brittany. We, we appreciate that. I'm just, I'm so passionate about it. So I know Ashley's not going to, like, plug her own work. <laughs> well, I will so say. as her momager, which is what I like to call myself, <laughs> it's my job to promote the things that she's doing. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I will say that it is one of my favorite was just looking through it. I am very happy with how it turned out. Where were we going with that? Oh, oh you were talking about your Trinity Trinity, Thomas. yeah. So I interviewed Trinity for that, and where I was going with that was, I believe it was after our last episodes, I haven't told anyone yet, Uh, but I did ask her about the fifth year, and I didn't put this question in the interview just because it really was kind of a a non-answer, but um, I kind of got the vibe that she was obviously leaning towards yes, but still had to figure things out on the back end, like, obviously figuring out if she could have a scholarship. Which... She better? (laughs) Like, but I'm sure she will. Yes. But Florida has a lot going on. Like, there was a lot of people at one point in time that were trying to go there. Oh my god, literally everybody in the NCAA was trying to transfer to Florida. Like, I think there's people that the public don't even necessarily yes. know about like there were some people that like for example i'll just say it because it was very widely talked about maya Hooten was one that a lot of people had caught on to uh-huh. that she was looking at florida or <laughs> interested in florida but there's even some people that i don't think people even like realize no we're talking to florida and it didn't end up like working out for one reason or another
1: But there's a solid,
0: like, six or seven people that I can think of. Every single gymnast in the NCAA was trying to go to Florida (laughs) for some reason. (laughs) So Florida's clearly doing something right. (laughs) But anyways, Trinity, I think, is a big one that a lot of people are hoping for and still kind of waiting to hear an answer. She also said that she's contemplating going back to Elite, which is really exciting. Super exciting. Said she feels like she has maybe a little bit of unfinished business, but obviously her body holding up and being able to do Elite is a completely different story, so... Trinity and Nora are the two that I think everyone is kind of waiting on, but we have some exciting updates since our last episode. Lindsay Brown is one that I really wasn't expecting to come back, but see, I I was hoping that she would just because she that poor girl, she's on her third Achilles, right? I I think she's on her third. She's had a bunch. (laughs) It's just been like a journey for her, and I would hate to see her go out that way after five years of being a dominating force not only for denver gymnastics but also just in college gymnastics yeah she made a huge impact um i was so excited when she announced she was coming back i didn't know what just because of all the injuries like look if she had it in her to even yeah. physically handle another year like are you okay to come back can we donate we'll start a gofundme we'll donate well, I guess we wouldn't need a GoFundMe if we're donating an Achilles. We'll do it uh, on- <laughs> Yeah, we had to pay the person that's going to get their Achilles torn out. Yeah, true. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because it requires medical procedures, for sure. And also probably a little compensation. because Is someone involuntarily going to give up their Achilles? I would definitely give up mine. I don't need it. I don't move from this couch, like hardly ever. You'd you could have, up, have mine, You'd Lindsay. give it up for Lindsay Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but that is huge news for Denver. And I'm happy that, hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, all of the things that she will be able to end her career, her college career at least, on the note that she deserves to. Well, and she was also talking about training for Paris 2024 when yeah. she was on our show over a year ago, right? I don't even mm-hmm. remember when that was. A yeah. long time ago. Yeah, yeah, it was It was at least a year ago. But she had talked about, you know, her desire to come back and do elite gymnastics and, you know, kind of try and go that route and try and make it to the Olympics for the country of Haiti. So... Who knows? I I mean, she's had, obviously, another major injury since then. Right. But her coming back to college maybe leaves me a little bit more hopeful. And, you know, if she can make it through one more college gymnastics season and she's feeling good, you know, why not? The Olympics are already so close again. I know. I was just thinking about that the other day. Yeah. It's 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 because it was in 2021 that it pushed everything it kind of took away a year yeah. from the quad. Yeah, it's like an abbreviated Olympic cycle. Right. So you feel like we're going into the first year, but really we're in the second year of that quadrennium. Right. Also from Denver, Alex Ruiz is announced. She's coming back for a fifth year. So Denver is going to be very very happy about that. Two of their star slash most consistent athletes. Yeah, key contributor for sure. Another really, really big one is Darian Coborn for Auburn. I think I was kind of expecting her to come back. I don't know why I didn't have any like indication that she was coming back, but I just felt like she wasn't done. Just you just got there, it, the vibes. Yeah, sitting there at is watching her do what was supposed to be her last floor routine. It just didn't give off. like This is my final routine energy. Yeah. It gave off. I have more in the tank and I'm not done yet. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel that. So, so, so happy that she's coming back. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. And Auburn, I feel like... Just having another year of her is only gonna make them better, and I think it's going to allow them to come into next season and kind of pick up right where they left off. I think they're on a mission to prove that, you know, being in that top four last year or technically this year, but you know what I mean. I'm thinking ahead to next season already. <laughs> it, you know, it wasn't a fluke that they are one of the top teams and they deserve to be there and. Having Darion back is definitely going to help with that. And Suni also, by the way, is coming back, at least from what we know. Yeah, there was some question there for a little bit, just based off some things that she was saying. Um, There was like a podcast that came out, some random podcast. I think it was just some of her friends from Auburn, these two guys, I don't know who they were, but um, she went on that podcast and said that... She wasn't planning on, like, finishing her degree, and she was basically just there for gymnastics, but then she was also wanting to train for the Olympics, and so it kind of put some doubt in everybody's mind, like, is she actually coming back or is she like done after this year after her freshman year but it sounds like at least for next season at the very least even if she doesn't finish out her career and do all four years at Auburn um it does sound like as of right now she is coming back for her sophomore year so that's also good news for Auburn and will help their case yeah I fully expect them to be a dominating force well maybe dominating force is kind of a bit much to say but I very much expect them to be just One of the good. top teams and contending for a spot in that final four again next year. Right. I would expect them to be just as good, maybe if not even better than they were this past season. Do they get Olivia Greaves next year? They do, yes. Okay. But she's also coming off an injury, so we'll we'll see how she actually what condition she shows up to college in. Right, yeah. But true. um you know, when Olivia Greaves at full strength Would be a very, very good thing for Auburn. Yeah, it's only going to elevate them. So yeah, I think a lot of exciting things are in store for Auburn. And thanks in large part to Darian Goborn coming back for that fifth year. Some other fifth year announcements. Leah Clapper. I think we all knew that one was coming, but finally made it official. She's the only one of Florida's seniors that has announced she's coming back. I think we're kind of waiting to hear from all of them. (laughs) Uh, In my opinion, Savannah Shane here has heavily implied that she's coming back on her social media like on tiktok and stuff well, like that. well and trinity i mean not only to me but she also in other interviews that she's done as well as naya reed they've kind of expressed their interest in wanting to come back so like we said i think it's more a matter of figuring out how they're gonna come back yeah. the logistics of it not necessarily you know figuring out if it's what they actually want to do mm-hmm. so i would expect that hopefully here soon we'll have some kind of announcement for more of Florida seniors. But for now, Cindy Johnson Sharf has announced her retirement. So she's for sure not coming back. And then Leah Clapper announced she's coming back for the fifth year. So that'll be exciting. That'll be good for Florida's beam lineup. They'll love to have her back. Another great energy for the team as well. And I'm really excited to see the Clapper sister rivalry. Kind of reminds me of the Bowman rivalry between Rachel and Alyssa. Now we're going to have Leah at Florida and a freshman Lily Clapper at Michigan. So we're going to have a clap off. (laughs) Right. Now, granted, Michigan and Florida usually don't compete against each other in regular season, but postseason... It'll be fun to see those two sisters battle it out. Clap off on. (laughs) Clap on. Clap on. Clap off. The clapper. Do you guys know what that is? (laughs) What if they don't? No, I feel like they do. I feel like that's right. And you don't, look it up. (laughs) Um, Another big announcement was... Sandra Alsadik announced where she's going. That was something we talked about in our last episode. We knew she was transferring, but we didn't really know where. She's been posting updates of all the places that she had visited. And actually, one that she did not post, so I didn't really see coming, was where she ended up committing to, and that is Georgia. Georgia is getting all of those transfers. <laughs> But that's really exciting for them because I think that they've... They need it. (laughs) Yeah, and they've lost a lot with their senior class and some people transferring. Victoria Wynn announced that she's transferring to Florida, which is a really, really big loss for Georgia. So they kind of need as much help as they can get. So why not pick up some of those fifth-year girls? And Sandra was good at Ball State. She's kind of maybe a secret weapon, if you will. I think she's really going to flourish and... We're gonna see her develop more at Georgia. At least that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, I was gonna say. I shouldn't say that very. <laughs> I'm giving Ashley this look. I'm like, oh really? Like, let's just be cautious in our wording of that because she... there's questionable something questionable happening. <laughs> I didn't want to say questionable coaching because, like, I don't, I don't necessarily have any indicate. Like, I don't have any like inside information that like something's happening at Georgia. I didn't want to make it sound that way. But I do think that there's a lot of potential that is lost. Um, whether that's people transferring out, people not developing into their full potential while they're at Georgia, so I think that's kind of what I was referring to. Like, yeah. there's something something's off. Yeah, something's off with the coaching, um, the pacing of athletes, lots and lots of injuries. Well, let me let me say. let me fix my statement then. I think that she should, given her talent level, flourish at Georgia, and, and hope, that's what she I does. hope that she does. We'll see. Um, also, real quick side note, Jeffrey Sky also announced so she was originally supposed to be going to Florida, and now she's going to Georgia. So we had a little swaparoo there with mm-hmm. Wynn going from Georgia to Florida, and then incoming freshman Jeffrey Sky, who we haven't really seen competing a whole lot in the last couple of years, I assume due to injuries, but really has a lot of potential. Is an absolutely beautiful gymnast who, if nurtured and treated properly at Georgia really can become a star. So hoping have, that all goes well there. Yeah. They have some good things going for them right now, despite some of the losses they're suffering with the seniors leaving. And of course, like we said, Victoria Wynn, but they're getting, we said this in the last episode, I think Josie Angini from Kentucky. She said that was her dream school. So that's a really big pickup for Georgia. Yeah. And then with Al and Jeffrey Skye. I just hope that they can manage all that potential, keep everyone healthy um, and actually, like pace properly, so that way Georgia can be a postseason team again, because that's something that we haven't seen in quite a while from them. Right. Finishing up the fifth year announcements, we have Maddie Dagan from Oregon State. I said that weird <laughs> Oregon State. Yeah, you I, <laughs> I also, by the way, I said um, Jeffrey Scott. It's Jeffrey. I said it. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> the only the second time I said it. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> process. I'm apologizing. <laughs> Sometimes. Things just don't come out of the mouth properly. Like, right. you you know what it is, but you just say it weird or you say it wrong. And then you're in such a flow of talking that you don't even always realize that. I hate that when you go back and you listen to yourself yeah. and you're like, I said that weird or I mispronounced this person's name. I wasn't going to correct myself, but since I said Oregon State weird, I just figured we'd take this time to <laughs> take a write all our wrongs. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also coming back is... Ariana Patterson from Kentucky and then a slew of athletes from Minnesota. We have Ali Sonier, Tiara Salas, Maddie Quirles, and Abby Nyland coming back. So I don't know if it's gonna make up for the loss of Lexi Ramler and Anna Loper, but No, that's gonna be impossible to replace two athletes of that caliber, two all around athletes of that caliber. I do believe that Minnesota has somebody good coming in. I don't remember her name off the top of my head. But um, it's but it's good that Maya Hooten is staying too. And that. Yes. <laughs> they need that. So not gonna be quite I think what we've seen from Minnesota the past two years where they've made it to nationals. Um we'll see. It'll be interesting to see. I think that with the loss of Anna Loper and Lexi Ramler, they have a lot of a lot of places in their lineups that they need to fill. Yeah, I think we're about to see a big shake up in the Big Ten. In recent years, it's been Minnesota and a little bit of Iowa, and I think now Michigan State is really stepping up, and we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get to development nationals, but um, I think big things are going to be happening for Michigan State, and I would expect to see a little bit of a decline with Minnesota um, and maybe even Iowa a little bit, too. They're losing just really strong senior classes that are going to be pretty hard to make up. Right. Even with, you know, one or two talented freshmen coming in, it just, it's hard to expect a freshman to be at that level where they're contributing 9-9 plus scores in every event every weekend in the same capacity that Anna Loper and Lexi Ramler were. Mm-hmm. And then on Iowa, you know, you had Lauren Guerin and that incredible senior class, Claire Kaji. Yeah. Just so much to replace. It'll be interesting to see for sure. Gosh, I'm already looking forward to next season. (laughs) Moving on, the latest news to rock the gym tonight is Dana Duckworth is resigning from her position as head coach. It was announced on May 19th that after eight seasons as head coach, I think it was 27 years with the program in some kind of coaching capacity altogether that she's going to be stepping down, and I think that that is really unexpected and came as a shock to a lot of people. Yeah, well, because she was just at Level 10 Nationals the week before recruiting. She was posting on social media about how she was excited to get back into the gym after last season. Well, and she signed a contract extension that would have her as the head coach at least until 2025. So, I mean, she hasn't been at Alabama that long at least in the head coach role. So I would not expect... It's not like she was like Greg Marsden or Sarah Patterson or Dee Dee Bro. You know, these coaches that have been in the head coach position for years. And you're kind of expecting them to retire sometime soon. Yeah, it hasn't even been a decade yet since she's been the head coach. So I wasn't expecting her to leave this soon. And I don't think anybody was. Yeah, so it kind of left the gymnastics community wondering, like, what happened? Something definitely happened. Yeah, well, because you don't just sign a contract extension, have a good season, post about how you're excited to get things going again, go to level 10 nationals in recruiting and have this really amazing, which we'll touch on in a little bit, amazing class coming in. You don't have all those things going on and then just suddenly decide that you're going to resign to spend time with your family. That was the reason that they gave the statement that she put out was that she wants to spend more time with her family. Which is definitely code for... Something. It's code for something's going on and this is just what I'm telling you is the reason that I'm resigning. And a lot of people were happy to see that announcement just because a lot of us feel like she should have been gone a long time ago with everything that happened with Tia Kiyaku and allegations of racism within that program and how Dana, as the head coach, allowed those things to happen. And not only was she not held accountable, but other people within the program, athletes, other coaches, also weren't held accountable, and that all happened under her watch. It's definitely a move that people are happy to see happen. But I don't think, I wish it would have been sooner. Yeah, I don't, what happened, I don't think has anything to do with Tia Kyaku in that situation. Oh, I don't think so either. I just I wish that I had it seen did. people speculating that, but the, if that was the case, it would have happened way sooner. Right, because the situation with Tia happened two seasons ago. Yeah, at this point, so so we're glad to see we're, we're glad her to see gone, it happen, but, but it just that the two situations are not in any way correlated. Right, and I've seen some theories online, and you know, just kind of seeing what people are saying about the situation. It seems that some people have. or they're suggesting that maybe it has something to do with Alabama's performance in recent years and their postseason performance. I I don't know if that would really be a reason because sure, you know, they haven't won a national title or they haven't consistently been in the NCAA finals, but I don't think that they've not performed well by any means. I mean, they've qualified to nationals all eight years that Dana was the head coach Um, They qualified to the finals, which they haven't made it since it's been the final four. But when it was Super 6, they made it four times under Dana. Um, Three SEC titles as a team, the most recent being in 2021. So this is a team that has had pretty consistent postseason success. Yeah. So I don't know if that would be a reason that... That that at first seemed to be the most popular theory that was going around was that, yeah, it was postseason performance and Bama basically said, like, you're done because you're not either winning or making that final day of competition. But we've been hearing bits and pieces of information as the days have gone on and rumors that make more sense with the sudden, the suddenness of it. Yeah, the sudden departure. Yeah. So... I actually FOIA the university just trying to get confirmation of what we've heard so that way we can make it public because right now um, it's all just rumors and we, we can't really make pub- public speculation. or Yeah, speak on things as if they're facts when we really don't know yeah. for certain. I want to make sure that... What we're thinking happened did in fact happen, and then if I do get confirmation of that through my FOIA request, it's my intention to make it public so people know what's going on. So and that would probably be through Inside Gymnastics. Like Inside Gymnastics would probably do a story, not us. I mean, yeah. obviously we we would talk about it once it became like right a, a thing. Right. Um, if if and when I think it will one way or another, I think we'll learn more details. About the situation as time goes on. Yeah. It's so very fresh right now. It's only been a few days since this was an So, like we said, we're kind of just hearing rumors at this point, talking to different people, speculation, and hearing, you know, this person is saying this, and this group of people is saying this, yeah. and but trying some, to piece things together. Some of the ducks are starting to line up in the row, and... <laughs> I was um, trying to think of some sort of clever Duckworth <laughs> joke. You <She> said <laughs> the ducks were starting to line up. <laughs> the ducks detailing Duckworth's departure are starting to line up perfectly. Okay. <laughs> I said I really wanted to have something clever and funny, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just not that funny. Being honest with you, when I said that, I wasn't even thinking. It wasn't even supposed to be like a punny joke. Oh, that was the first thing my mind went to. No, I just for me it I'm was like just, I see what you did there. Nope, I wasn't doing anything. But then you said it, and I was like, oh yeah, good one, Ashley. Good one. <laughs> You're like, I'm so funny. <laughs> it's not funny at all. I know. Don't you wish you could just be more like quick on your feet, like clever, yeah, witty. say witty things. Yeah. I mean, I guess it sounds like I was witty. So yeah. <laughs> that's all that that matters right anyways we will keep you guys updated of course with whatever information we find out the second I find something out it will be posted Um, just want to make sure we get that confirmation so we're not you know posting rumors and speculation we want it to actually be fact so we're working on getting that and then we'll get back to you but it definitely was a bit of a surprise especially with the class that Alabama has coming in. I mean, everyone's been talking about how good Alabama could be next season and in, and in the years to come. Oh, I think like national title contender. Yeah. Granted, they I think they were last season. Like Alabama's been one of those teams the past several seasons. They're always in the mix, but I think even more so next year and in the years there's to come. There's being in the mix to make NCAA championships and there's being in the mix to contend for a national title. And I think that with what they have coming in... Just next season alone, definitely looking a little bit more like potentially a national title contender. It'll be interesting to see what happens with whoever is going to become the new coach. We should probably mention real quickly um, who's going to be the interim head coach until they hire someone new. It's the current assistant coach, Gina Quinlan. So she's going to be the interim head coach, and the search for a new head coach for Alabama is underway effective immediately. So right now they're searching for a new coach. So we probably should put that out there. But do you have any thoughts on who you want it to be? Um, not necessarily who I want it to be. Who I think it will be. I think it's pretty much on par with everyone else's speculation. Ashley Priest Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, she's due for a head coach position. She's of been Alabama around, alum. Yes. And still in the state of Alabama. She's obviously the associate head coach at Auburn, so she's not far. (laughs) She's definitely being primed, I think, for that position. Like, she seems like the most likely option, a relatively easy transition. And I think that that's a pick that most people would be on board with. I mean, nowadays, there's kind of a shortage of good coaches, or at least what we believe to be good coaches, Yeah, Um, because you never really know these days. Everyone seems like they're a good coach until they're not. And then you hear stuff come out, former athletes end up speaking up, current athletes speaking up, and you're like, oh, we literally can't trust literally anybody. Yeah, it could happen to anyone, but for now, for the time being, it seems that... Everyone seems to like Ashley Priest. And wasn't she going for the Clemson position, if I'm not mistaken? So she was. I don't think that that's, it wasn't necessarily made public or like confirmed publicly. But yeah, she was, from what I heard, she was one of the people that was, you know, on the list or in that conversation. Which is interesting because that would lead me to believe that she obviously is willing to leave her position at Auburn and seek out other head coach positions. Oh for sure. So I'll be surprised if it's not Ashley, but we'll see. I'm sure we'll get an announcement soon enough. By the way, we also probably should mention UCLA named their head coach. Oh my gosh, yeah, we didn't even write Janelle that down McDonald. Yeah, I know. I just thought of it. We were talking about head coaches, and I was like, oh yeah, the one of the biggest announcements: UCLA's new head coach Geno McDonald's coming from Cal. So, and that's something that I think everyone is really excited about. It's there's been a very Positive reaction to the yes. hiring. And that's not to say that there may not be... You know, there, there may be more that we don't know, but it does seem like, you said, a positive reaction. A, a lot, lot of, of support. Yeah, a so lot of people very happy about that. Yeah. From what we've seen and a, heard. L- a lot of former UCLA gymnasts showing support. I know she coached at Woga for a period of time. So Madison Koshan, I believe I saw Caitlin Ohashi. A lot of Woga gymnasts and also UCLA alums. Endorsing this decision. Yes, and then also it seems that a lot of... The athletes from Cal are supportive of this and the current team, at least from who's there, we've seen there was a video that was posted of her first day with the team and they all seem really excited to be working with her. So, so far so good. (laughs) Hopefully it stays that way. Yeah, I'm super excited to see, you know, what she's able to do in her first season with that incredibly talented UCLA team. So heartbreaking the way that UCLA season ended up going and I think those athletes deserve so much more than what they were getting and their gymnastics also has so much more potential and so much room to grow under the right leadership so absolutely there's been like a is it a carousel of like coaches everyone's just kind of spinning around on this thing and some people are jumping off and new people are getting on and lots of changes in the coaching world but um some exciting ones at the very least so Anyways, with that being said, we were going to dive into a little bit of development national championships. It's level 10 nationals, formerly JOs. I'm still kind of uncomfy calling it development national championships. I still very much call it JOs. Like in my head and in my heart, it's just the JO national championships. But other people are starting to call it the correct thing and then it's throwing me off. So I feel like I need to make an effort to try and call it what it's called now. You had no choice but to get on board with it. Yes. (laughs) Even though it makes me uncomfy to say it, I'm totally not used to it. It's just not natural. Yeah. We'll get used to it, The more you say it, the more you'll get used to it. True. But Alabama, speaking of them, they had... The recruits, I should say, had amazing performances. They had five girls there, and based off of the College Gym Insights point system that they posted on social media, they are the top recruiting class coming in, yeah. so... Well, they had sessions that they were just completely dominating. It was, like... Alabama recruits completely from top to bottom, winning every single event title. Yeah, you had Lily Smith in Senior A who won the All-Around Bar and Floor titles. Gabby Gladio won Senior D. She won All-Around and Beam. And then the Senior B division had Jamison Sears, who won Beam and Floor, and then Chloe LaCourciere, who won All-Around Balls and Bars. So they completely swept that division. Just between the two of them, I Yes. Iconic. So big things in store for Bama, and I think that once we have the announcement of a new head coach, potentially this is a program that we could get excited about. Mm-hmm. It's been hard the last couple of years with everything that's gone on with you know, Shiekiyaku and all the allegations of racism and how that was poorly handled and really hard to root for that team. But I think with the right leadership, a new head coach, we're getting some new athletes coming in. The team is starting to shake off, have a new face to it. Yeah. Maybe a team. I'm not going to say for sure, but maybe a team in the future that... I'll find myself rooting for but i'm also not gonna make any promises because i'm very like up and down with what teams i root for like some years i like some teams and then another year i don't have a good reason for not liking a team i just decide i don't like them anymore <laughs> um i mean i feel like that's fair though one team that i i do like and we've talked about this before is michigan state and i think i will stay on that bandwagon which i think is surprising to a lot of people because we're such big michigan fans that you would think Being a big rival school um, in other sports, you would think that we just wouldn't root for MSU, but that's just totally not the case with us. We absolutely love MSU when it comes to gymnastics, of course. I love the gymnasts. I love the coaching staff. I just think they're a great team doing a lot of great things, and they also have a really strong class coming in next season with Nikki Smith, who, of course... Well, I guess you could say she won the Nastia Cup, or maybe she didn't win it. I guess <laughs> however you want to believe it, she actually technically got second because sincere Sears won, and they there was a tiebreaker. Yeah, so even she- though Nastia said that there wasn't going to be a tiebreaker, and then they literally did a tiebreaker <laughs> so like nastia doesn't even know the rules of her own competition apparently because she said it on air i don't think <laughs> they both had tied and it wasn't going to be broken and then and you look at the results they did break it i don't think she actually at the end of the day had any say in that she probably thinks that she can because it's her competition but right i think that there's rules you had to follow and she can't just decide well we're not breaking the tie in this competition <laughs> well That's- right i just thought it was funny that she said that on air yeah, I know. And then it ended up, like, not... It blew up they, in They literally face. did break the tie. And so then now we always have to preface this when we talk about Nikki Smith, where it's like, well, she technically won, but then she, like, technically didn't. Yeah, right. But... There was no ties at the Level 10 National Championship. She won the Senior E Division in the All-Around Vault, Bars, and Beam. She got sixth on floor. Otherwise, she would have had a clean sweep of the whole division. Absolutely incredible. She is going to be so, so good in college and so good for Michigan State and kind of taking that program to the next level. They were starting to make that climb last season, and they're only going to get better. Yeah. Um, they also have Olivia Zarmani, who in Senior D won. Well, she didn't win. She got second all around. She won silver. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Second all around, second on bars, and second on beam. So pretty good placements. And they also had Sage Kellerman, also Senior D. She got ninth all around and fourth on vault. Big things coming for not only Alabama, but big things coming for Michigan State. These two two teams honestly had the best showings, I would say, at Level 10 Nationals. Absolutely. And two of the top recruiting classes coming in for next season. Yeah. When I was looking at all the results on Twitter, um, I was seeing a lot of Bama and Michigan State. That's what it felt like. Just a lot of those two schools' names popping up. And I'm like, wow. Things are really going to be different next year I potentially. Know. But for Michigan State, I feel like it's about time. I think we need some excitement to shake up the Big 10 conference. Have it be I mean it's gotten more competitive throughout the years. We talk yeah. about that all the time, but Michigan State, I really feel like as a team, I could see not only contending for a spot at the national championships, but going there and doing really, really well and potentially even being in that final four. And And if not next season, then definitely in the future. And what I like that Skylar Schulte, the freshman who we had her on our podcast, that was the last episode we put out, um, something that she said I really liked was that the team kind of pushed All of the other top teams last season and a team like Michigan, for example, where normally they'd face off and the expectation would be that Michigan wins and Michigan State's just kind of there. Yeah. But now I think it's becoming where other teams actually have to do good to beat Michigan State. Like it's not a guarantee or a given that you're going to win. Michigan State is kind of making everyone else rise up yeah they're pushing those other teams to elevate their performances and like yeah like you said you can't just go and take the me or even the win for granted like msu is the kind of team that if you don't put up your best performance your very best performance they can sneak up on you and overtake you like that yeah and it wasn't that long ago that michigan state was one of the teams that was just there for participation points just to show their faces I mean, there's been so many times where we've seen meets where, you know, Michigan State didn't qualify to regionals or they're it's a regular season meet and they're performing, but it's just really average and they're just kind of there. Yeah. Um, and now they're becoming one of the top 10 teams. And to see this kind of talent coming in in just one class and sure, they're losing a lot of really talented seniors as well. Um, but they're I one kind of the of programs. I feel like they're balancing it out a little bit. Yeah, so I was just about to say, I think they're one of the programs that are balancing the loss with their gains. Yeah. Um, It doesn't feel like they're losing a lot and then not really making up for it. They're kind of balancing it out. So, yeah. And MSU is a team that I think some people may be surprised by next season. It might feel like they're coming out of nowhere. But I think if you've been paying attention to them and really analyzing, not only just their scores, but the talent that they have on their team and the talent they have coming in, like, it's been a steady progression for them. Oh, yeah, because I think that 2020, they were – having a good season and then obviously the season got canceled then in 2021 it was going to be maybe more of their redemption era and they had issues within the program with COVID and really didn't get to have a season they competed like what three times or something and then yeah basically their season was canceled so they've been on the rise and then we've known about all these recruits coming in and now it's getting to the point where the recruits are here and it's all becoming like a reality yeah and you're like wow holy crap they are really really good and they can be at nationals next year yeah they've done an excellent job with their recruiting so i'm just super excited for this team and for next season already and level 10 nationals i think definitely confirmed that for me also want to give a shout out to selena harris and faith torres they were the top scores at nationals with a 39.25 selena harris of course is headed off to ucla and then faith torres is going to oklahoma so Um, two top gymnasts heading to some pretty good programs and um, looking forward to seeing what they do in the next phase of their career now that they're all done with their level 10 careers and ready to go on to college. And Lily Peterson also really surprised me. Yeah, Um, She's kind of, she's always been in the mix and I, I would say on the rise, but yeah, she's a name that we've known for quite a while, actually. But she, for a minute there, actually had the highest score out of all the sessions combined. Yeah, until that very last division. Yeah, when Selena Harris and Faith Torres took over that top spot. But so in the end, you know, she'll look back and have that that second highest all around score out of all the divisions combined. It's super impressive. And it was really close. She had a thirty nine one seven five to Harris and Torres as thirty nine two five. So half tenth. Yeah. Very, very close. And she's uncommitted. So she's someone that we're all going to keep our eyes on to see where she's going. Yeah. Well, there's actually quite a few people that are uncommitted that I'm really, really excited to see where they end up. And I think, you know, this meet every year is, along with Ostia Cup. The, the most telling meet. Yeah. Where you really get a feel for, obviously, who some of the best level 10s in the country are and who start out. to get excited about the possibilities of where they could end up. Right, and you start to see people that aren't committed and you don't really realize that yeah. until you have the opportunity to see them on this bigger stage, I guess. Because a lot of people, let's be real, it's, it's hard to follow level 10 um, it's not like it's consistently streamed in places, or no. the results are broadcasts. It's not really made like into a big deal like things are on the elite side of things, or how things are treated in college. Which is why I appreciate the Nastia Cup so much because yeah. that is one thing that every year, for the most part, majority of people are able to watch because it's you know on TV, a network that most people get or can easily have access to if uh-huh. they you know there's different ways to stream things online and yeah, Nastia Cup and level 10 nationals by the way i love that we're calling it level 10 nationals we're still refusing we're refusing to call it <laughs> development national champions or whatever it is I don't even, is it development junior national championships or is it development national championships um i was thinking it was developmental national championship is that not right let's just call let's just keep calling it well, level ten. what did we put yeah we put develop i don't know if that's oh right we put or... development national championship that does not sound right can we just like look it up and confirm. I guess. You know, we probably should. We had that whole conversation. Development Program National championship. Okay, so we're right. We just didn't say program. DP Championships is what people are calling it. That's the abbreviation. It's JO. it's DP. Such an adjustment. I just love that we had that whole conversation, and then we still go on to, like, <laughs> absolutely refuse to call it the correct thing. Because I just don't like it. I just... I'm going to call it Level 10 Nationals. I mean, that works. People will know what you're talking about. That's fair. No, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I was saying that... People enter the radar that you might not necessarily be paying attention to. Yeah. And if they don't come on the radar at Nasty Cup, they usually come on the radar during DP championships. (laughs) And there was two names in particular that should be committing soon that are currently uncommitted that we're really excited about. So add these two young ladies to your watch list. Yes. There's Journey Lane, who won the floor title in the Senior C Division, and then... Sydney Jelen who won the beam title in senior a and both of these ladies are class of 2023 so college recruiters out there get on it Most JN national champions and and a a group of people that are already usually committed at this point. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Yeah, two people that you would almost expect to be committed just because of their age and what year they graduate high school. Mm -hmm. You know, we're seeing people committing now two years out, right? Right, we're not seeing eighth graders commit anymore. Much later in the game now that you can actually commit. But usually at this point, people have already kind of made their decision of where they're going to go um so very exciting to see these two ladies who are uncommitted winning national titles here um and then of course there's the people that we have on our watch list that are also uncommitted but um a little bit further out so they're not quite at the point where they are able to commit but we're definitely keeping our eyes on them to see where they go these are the future stars of ncaa gym in my opinion yes so addie wall is one that has recently come on my radar Shows a lot of potential. She has a nice Yurchenko one and a half on vault. She actually got second at nationals, was fifth all around, and actually one vault at regionals. She got a 9925. She stuck her one and a half. So I always look at the the one and a half's on vault and think, you're ready for college. That's like my go-to for deciding how good someone is. Oh, yeah. Same. <laughs> Literally same. And recently she posted on... Her Instagram story, I think it was, that Michigan was at her gym. We saw Mayim, like Kanawa in the background of one of her photos. And I was like, okay. I'd be okay with that. Look at you, recruiting for Michigan. <laughs> um, I'm sure she's being recruited by all of the top schools, though. Probably, but she posted that Michigan was there. So, I was excited Did about she that. do that for any other school? Not that I know of. Okay, Interesting um avery noted (laughs) noted avery neff is another one she won four with a 9875 which is a really good score in the level 10 scoring system yeah 99 on vault too she got second there huge um second all around very very good she's probably the one that i'm most invested in to figure out where she's gonna go for some reason i'm thinking utah yeah i can just see her at utah she's from that area but so is that where you're getting that from just because she's from that area, you think yeah. she's gonna be like a hometown girl and wanna stay in. Yeah, some some people you just kinda get the vibe that they want to stay like where they're from or in that in that vicinity at least. Um I don't see her going to like a school in California. I don't see her coming all the way out to the East Coast. Watch uh-huh. her do it now. Watch her know. go to like UCLA. I mean, hey, if she wants to come to Michigan <laughs> You're like, We'll take all of these girls. <laughs> no, I think I I could see Utah. I really could. Or some sort of Pac-12 school. She she gets Pac-12 energy for me. She does, um, but for me, it's Utah or bust. She's not going anywhere. But you don't. You don't. What about Oklahoma? I could see her at Oklahoma too. Um, I think that she would pick Utah over Oklahoma, though. I, By the way, I have nothing to base this off of. This is all just, like, my feelings, my vibes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what I'm feeling. I don't have any good reason to think one way or the other. I'm just getting Utah vibes. And I can see her, like, strongly considering Oklahoma, but she's going to pick Utah. I'm going with, yeah, Oklahoma or Utah. Then we have Nina Ballou. She's another one that we really like. She... I think is going to be LSU. Oh, uh, 100%. And how we know that is because she posted, what, oh, was it like a year ago or something? She went to LSU's camp and she posted a photo and she didn't post for any other schools. Yeah, and then I was looking at her um, recent posts for DP nationals <laughs> and Nationals and... She indicated in the comment section of that post that she was going to be going to LSU camp again. So, LSU seems to be the one school that she somewhat frequently posts about, whether it's on her story and comments or actual posts. Right. On she Instagram. doesn't share anything about any other schools, but she has with LSU. So, it very much feels like that's her number one pick. And yeah. if she gets offered out to LSU, she's probably going to take it. That would be a huge catch for them because she's another one with a massive one and a half absolutely incredible. Yeah, she, she actually she's, got she's, second on that event. And she's actually gotten a 10 before on vault, so that's, re- that's really hard to do with the level 10 scoring system, so. And she's also great on floor. She got a 9.825 at DP Nationals, won that event as well as the all-around. And her floor is so much fun to watch. It already has like a college vibe to it. Like, mm-hmm. she already has the college feel going and the performance quality and... She's ready for it. Oh my god, so excited for her and... I just feel like she's going to be a huge catch for whatever program she ends up going to. But like we said, it's giving LSU a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. And then Lily Peterson, we mentioned her already, but she obviously, she won beam. She won the all around and she was top three in every single event. So she's another one to keep your eyes on. And I don't know. I think I see her going to Oklahoma. I was going to say Oklahoma. Yep. I'm getting Oklahoma vibes, but I also feel like she's open to all things. (laughs) Didn't her mom post what school she was looking at? at some point she may have
1: but I don't <laughs> remember
0: off the top of my I head I don't know where I'm getting this from like I can confirm that there's no reason for me to think Avery Neff is going to Utah other than me just feeling like it's going to be Utah but for some reason I feel like I have a good reason to believe Lily Peterson is going to Oklahoma <laughs> is this making any sense no it's just a feeling. It's okay. It's a, you're allowed to have your predictions. Yeah. You can have and it'll feelings. be fun. We'll look back. One day, these girls will all be committed, and they'll be off to college, and we'll see how right we are. So we have Nina yeah. Ballou to LSU. We have Lily Peterson to Oklahoma. We have Avery Neff to Utah. And I'm going Addie Wall to Michigan. Yeah. Let's right. see. Stay tuned for like from a year. Now. Yeah. A year from now, we'll look back on this episode, and we'll see how accurate our predictions were. And if there's anybody that we didn't mention that you guys, either whether they did well at dp nationals or not just anyone on the radar that you think we should be paying attention to or who's not committed that Mm -hmm. you really really like or are excited about let us know because we're always on the recruiting radar as well even though we don't coach at a college we're always recruiting for something right (laughs) i recruit for all of the top teams and i figure out who the best level 10s are and i figure out what school i think they should go to based off of how they perform their gymnastics capabilities yeah, just the vibe. You, you just yes. gotta, like, piece it together. So let us know if there's anyone that is on your list that we didn't have on our list, so we can add him to ours as well. And then to wrap up this episode, we just wanted to give a little update, because I believe last episode we mentioned that we were going to be interviewing Eddie Jesus from Iowa State as of right now, it doesn't look like that's going to be happening. There was a little bit of an issue with just scheduling conflicts. Addie, um, obviously graduated and then she recently had, had surgery. Surgery, yep. So she's just been busy and we've had a really hard time actually getting something on the calendar, making it work. <laughs> yes. So, um, at this exact moment, not totally sure if it's still going to happen or not. Of course, we'd love for it to happen, but, um, We tried to reschedule a couple different times, and it's just been difficult, so um, I I guess the reason we felt compelled to to announce this was because we did announce um, to our Patreon supporters as well as here on the podcast that- And on social media. Yeah. We announced that we were going to be having her on, and she had shared it and stuff too, so- It became like a thing, and I didn't want people to potentially be looking forward to that, and then just wonder why it never happened um, without us like ever mentioning it, so- Right now, you know, we're still wanting to do it and open to the idea of doing it, but it just has to align with, you know, everyone's schedules and has to be something that, you know, we're ready to do, so... Right. um, That being said, we are moving forward with some other interviews that we're really excited about. We have three interviews lined up that we're thinking potentially we might break up into two separate episodes, but they're involving the same program. Yeah, so so we essentially have a head coach of a program, and two athletes from this program, but I think that's going to make for a very long episode with basically three interviews all in one, so we'll have to see. We'll have to play with it and decide what we want to do, but I guess just be on the lookout for that and... Um, at the very least, we'll have one episode with all of the interviews out next Monday, and we're super excited for it. We think you guys are going to enjoy it as well. So It's something that's been requested, actually. Yes. We've had quite a few people ask us to do this. so We're very, very excited for that. So, guys, stay tuned. And then, obviously, on social media, we're always posting updates on when we post episodes. So, if you're not subscribed, at least make sure you're following us on social media to make sure that you're not... Missing an episode? We are at All Things Gym Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and then of course you can listen to the podcast on any of the major platforms that you can listen to podcasts on. We're on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher. Um, We're on we're on all the things I believe. So um, subscribe if you have not already. That does it for this week's episode, and as we just mentioned, we'll be back next week with another interview, technically three interviews, but who knows? We might split it up. Stay tuned. We'll we'll keep you guys in suspense. You'll have to come back and see what we ended up doing with it, but um, we're really looking forward to it, and we're excited to share it with you all. So until then, we hope you guys have a great week. Stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you real soon. Bye! Bye!